Welcome to the Mrs. Rev podcast, where we equip and empower you to fulfill God's call with joy and with purpose. Get out your Bible and open up the notes app on your phone as we jump into God's word with your host, Pastor Joey Miller. Welcome to the Mrs. Rev podcast. Thanks for joining in for today's episode, actually titled today. So we're going to be talking about walking in your purpose starting now. And so we're going to talk about how today matters. And I'm excited to get into God's word with you. You can grab your Bible and your notebook and a pen. And also, don't forget to head over to joeymiller.co and check out all things that are happening uh, with the L Ministries page and with Devonair coming up this November. So check that out. Also, you can follow me on Instagram at joeymiller or on Facebook at joeymiller as well. So check it out. And we're going to get into God's word together today. Walking in your purpose today. Today. And so, you know, this is a great topic because... So many times, myself included, we can see the big picture. We can feel the call of God. We feel the tension of wanting to be and do everything that God has created us to do. And all of that just forms from a great intention of wanting to fill a purpose, to to do what we were created to do here on earth. And, you know, that's all good. But today I want to focus in on being able to fulfill your call today, not having to wait until that one day. You know, so many times we think we're going to turn to a, a calendar date in our planner and it's going to be today is the day of my destiny. And it doesn't work like that. You know, it's a progression that we grow into. And, you know, we're all called for a purpose. Ephesians 2.10 says, for his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God has prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So each one of us has a purpose. We're all created uh, in Christ. When we come to know Jesus, when we ask him into our heart, that purpose comes alive inside of us. And often, a lot of times, what happens is from that moment on, everything begins to make sense. You're like, okay, God, you created me like this for this purpose. And so, you know, understanding that there are works that he has prepared for you to walk in, but that walking into those purposes isn't a far off thing that you can actually start walking in your purpose right where you're at now. So many times uh, I hear people saying, you know, I want to fulfill my purpose and, and they become dissatisfied with the here and now. They become dissatisfied with today, where God has them today. They, they start to despise the day of small beginnings, so to say. The Bible says, don't despise the day of small beginnings for the Lord rejoices when the work begins. And so, you know, so many times people are like, think that, that they're not being fully utilized. They're not walking in the fullness of what that looks like at the end of, of what they think their destiny will, that they'll arrive at. When all the while God is wanting you to bloom where you're planted, to stay plugged in, to start using your gift at the level you're at now. You know, it's a misconception to think I can use my gift when I have a platform. I could use my gift when I have a podcast. I can use my gift when I have a ministry. I could use my gift when I have a business, you know, and all of these things. And, and we can be deceived to missing out on the process that will actually get us to the promise. That there's actually a process that we go through that readies us for that ultimate purpose that God has put before us that we would fulfill it. 
And a lot of times our character has to catch up with our calling. Our character has to catch up with our calling. You know, I think about the Israelites in the Bible, in the book of Exodus, and how God had to take the Israelites on a long route through the desert because he knew that if he took them directly into the promised land, they weren't ready to sustain the promise. They weren't ready. They weren't strong enough in their faith. That The Bible actually says that they would see a battle and they would turn around because they weren't ready for that kind of uh, faith. And so there was a process that, that God took the Israelites through on the journey to the promise. And that's how he works with us. The process is just as important as the destination of walking in the final purpose or promise, that thing that you have in your mind. You know what I'm talking about, that vision in your spirit, in your mind's eye, that big thing. God has a process so that when you get to that point in your life, you are ready to sustain you're ready to thrive, that you're not going to implode, you're not going to, uh, you know, you're not going to fall apart, but that you're fully ready for that, that part of, of, of fulfilling the purpose of God. And here's the thing, it's not a final destination. It develops and it grows all throughout the journey. But so if we're so focused on that final destination, what we'll try to do is we'll try to bail out of the everyday purposes that God puts right before us and say, no, that's not it. That's not big enough. That's not it. I can't, I can't see that lining up with that big purpose. And God's trying to work in you today. He's trying to use your gift today. He's trying to develop your calling today. He's trying to work on your character today. And so, you know, I just want to encourage you in your faith as we take a look at, at some different areas of scripture here and different reasons maybe why we don't fulfill uh, the calling that God has upon us daily, why we underestimate it, why we don't bloom where we're planted uh, and we negate the process of God. And, and I want to encourage you that, that today is a great day to start. Today is a great day to say, God, what is it that you have for me right now that's going to lead me into that place, that's going to develop me and grow me? And it sounds so cliche. I hate to even say it, but it's about the journey. It's about the journey. It's not just about the destination. It's about the journey to getting you to that place. So be encouraged today. That thing God put in your heart might seem far off. It might seem like, man, is this ever going to happen? But God is working in you now, creating and forming in every life lesson, every strategy, every effort of growth that you put forward. He is working in you to, to, to bring forth that word that he's, that he's spoken over your life, that purpose that he has for you to walk in. So it's baby steps. Think about it. The old cliche, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. And that's how you walk in the fullness of God's purpose for your life. One step at a time. One step forward at a time. Stewarding every season of your life for the glory of God. You know, the book of John talks about in the message version about Jesus saying that he wants to glorify God by accomplishing down to the last detail every purpose that he had given him to do. Now, I love that because we read that Bible verse and we're like, yes, the big purpose. I want to glorify God by this big purpose. But, but we see here Jesus was actually glorifying God in every season that he was in. He was stewarding it. He was producing fruit. Every season that he was in, he was using it to glorify God. And that's, you know, no matter what season that you're in today, that's something that should give you courage. That whether whether you're in school and you feel called to ministry and right now you're in a time of education, 
Or maybe God's put a dream in your heart to be an entrepreneur or to start that business. And right now you're in the learning phase. Well, you steward that phase to the glory of God. God is using it to develop and grow. There are no shortcuts in life. There's no shortcuts. We believe in divine acceleration and you can set yourself up to accelerate, but there's no shortcuts. And what I mean by that is, listen, if God gave you a shortcut from A to Z, you would not be able to sustain the promise. You would not be ready for what God has for you. So yield to the promise, yield to the process. You know, even the right thing in the wrong time is still the wrong thing. So you could be saying, wow, like I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, God gave me this directive long term. Well, what has he told you today? Because when the time is right, it will all come to pass. Don't try to take that shortcut. Don't try to bail ship. You know, it's so sad when you see people planted in the house of God or planted in a ministry serving and using their gift for God. And then all of a sudden, you know, they, they get on fire for God and they, ha- they maybe get a, a picture of what serving God and the purpose of God for them looks like. And, and they think that all of a sudden what they're doing today isn't good enough. And, and they bail on the process. Maybe they uproot and go somewhere because it looks like that's the bigger, uh, that bigger uh, thing that's drawing them to that place. When all the while, God's trying to work in the details of the everyday. He was growing them there. They were developing. They were getting plugged in. They were using their gift. And, you know, it's important that you realize it's okay it's okay to be in that place where you're still growing and you're still learning. And, and, and maybe you feel the tension of you want to do so much for the Lord and, and you're afraid of missing out on it. And, and so, you know, so then you're unhappy and dissatisfied with the daily steps of obedience, with the daily steps of purpose and, and faithfulness. And you, you think that's not good enough, you know. I love Galatians 6, 9, because it talks about don't grow weary in well-doing. It goes on to say, like, if you keep doing what is good, you're going to reap a harvest if you don't faint. And, and, you know, you get to that point sometimes in the process, in the journey that you're like, God, you know, am I on the right step? Am I, I feel like I'm just, I'm just doing good, doing good, doing good, and I'm still not there yet. And that scripture says, keep doing good. Keep doing what you know to do in this season unless God gives you a clear directive to move uh, to a different place or a different season. See, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. The grass is greener where you water it, where you invest, where you where you put the time in, where you grow. And, you know, uh, it's easy to, to, to have a lack of commitment and just want to uproot and move to the next shiny thing. But that's not maybe what God's process for you is. Maybe he's saying stay planted. So I want to talk to you about three words uh, as to why we negate today. Three words as to why we overlook what God is doing today in us. One is uh, we're going to take a look at David really quickly and uh, the process to his promise. And that word is this. The word is when. When is this going to happen, God? When God's timeline doesn't connect with our timeline, we say when and we want to quit. You know, we get really impatient with God. You know, think about the Israelites uh, and, and how they went the long route when really they could have been there uh, it, within days. I mean, it turned into years that they were out wandering in the wilderness. And we could say, God, when is this going to happen in our lives? I think about King David. He was anointed as king. And, and then you know what he did right after that? He went right back out to being a shepherd. 
It wasn't like this grandiose, uh, I was anointed as king. I got this prophetic word, and now I'm going to go, and I'm going to take my crown, and I'm going to start walking in it. And that's that's what we think a lot of times. We get that prophetic word, or we get that vision in our spirit, and we're like, uh, okay, I'm ready for it. Give me that pulpit. Give me that microphone. Give me that business. Uh, give me that thing, and I'm ready for it now. But God anointed David. He was anointed for it. He just wasn't walking in it yet. See, David's character, David David had to grow into who he was to become the fullness of that word. David had to grow into a king. There were some battles, some giants he had to face before he walked into the fullness of that word. It was years and years until even partial uh, elements of that word came to pass. And then, you know, years and years before he was king over all of Israel. But think about that. We say, God, when? When is it going to happen? I'm ready, God. Like we know better than God does. Like I'm ready today. And if and if I don't get it today, then I'm going to quit. What if David was like, forget it. I'm not going to be a shepherd anymore. I'm a king. And, and you know, the very thing that qualified David for kingship, he would have negated. He would have thrown in the towel and he would have gone his own way after he had gotten a word from God that he was anointed for that position and he just started doing his own thing. It would have prolonged the process. But do you know what happened? Because David said, you know, I don't know about when it's going to happen, but I know it's going to happen. He went back out into the shepherd's field doing what he did all along, being faithful, singing songs up to the Lord, taking care of, of his father's sheep, maybe feeling overlooked, feeling like things were passing by. And then one day when he was going about his business, delivering cheese and crackers to his brothers on the front line of battle, he started to walk in the destiny that God had prepared for him. He started being in divine alignment and that acceleration started to take place in his life uh, to get him to the places that he needed to be in the right timing. And you know, so don't let the when distract you. Don't let it take you out of God's plan and directive for your life. Don't let the when, when is it gonna happen, God? Maybe, maybe you have a dream and a desire to have a family, be a wife, have children one day and you haven't seen it come to pass. You know, don't get, don't get weary in well-doing. Keep staying in faith. Keep speaking over that thing that it's going to happen. Don't sell out to the first guy that comes your way because you're so desperate for that desire to come to pass in your life. If God put that desire in you, I say it all the time, he's going to bring it to pass. He's not a God that would tease you with it or taunt, taunt you with it. No, if he spoke it, he'll bring it to pass. But we have to be patient. And, you know, the biblical definition of patient isn't like, waiting and twiddling our thumbs. A lot of times we think that like, okay, I have to be patient. I'm just going to sit here and wait. And all the while, everyone else is accomplishing things for God. No, patience is doing what Galatians 6, 9 says, continuing to do good until you see that thing come to pass in your life. That's a step of faith. When you continue to, to be obedient, you continue to do good, even when you, you can't see anything breaking forth yet. So be encouraged today not to let the win take you off path. Stay on course. Say, you know what, Lord? I'm going to continue to grow my gift. I'm going to continue to bloom where I'm planted. I'm not going to uproot. I'm not going to start the process over again. I'm going to be committed to what you've called me to do because you're a good and faithful God. And you know what? All the while, I might not see what you're doing, but you're working in me and you're working behind the scenes to see that every work that is prepared for me, I'm going to walk in it. And I'm not going to miss out on today's step because I'm waiting for the win of, of the future. I'm going to walk in it today. I'm going to devote myself to you today. I'm going to share the gospel today. I'm going to grow my gift today. 
The second word is this. We get caught up on the how. How's it going to happen? How's it going to happen? And I think about Moses in the Bible. And I think about when God called Moses to a great position as a deliverer of his people. Moses got caught up on the how. And I think about the burning bush. And and Moses is giving God all of these reasons why he shouldn't do it. Like, this isn't going to work, God. This isn't going to work. I'm not qualified. This isn't going to work, God. Don't you see my past? I killed an Egyptian. This isn't going to work, God. I can barely speak. I, you know, I'm to the point where you. I don't think you could even use me. How is this going to happen? See, Moses felt the drive of his purpose before he had the burning bush experience. He felt the drive of his purpose, but he was trying to do it in his own strength. And he ended up killing, if you remember the story, killing an Egyptian trying to be a self-made deliverer. That injustice, that passion that was inside of him started to come out, but he was doing it in his own strength. He thought he was going to fulfill the how. And God called him out into the desert, and he had that burning bush experience where he had the revelation where he said, God, I tried, I can't do it. And God said, you know, I ha- I, he was the one who gave you lips to speak. I am the one who's going to bring it to pass in your life, Moses. I created you, and I'm going to see it come to pass. And so many times we can be like Moses. We get that purpose and that dream and and we miss out on today because we're so caught up on the how we're trying to figure it all out well how is God going to bring you the provision for this to come to pass how is God going to line things up how is it going to work and all the while God is saying look if you would just lean into me if you would rely on me you're going to see the how unfold before you you just have to believe daily that I'm going to bring you into that place that you don't have to to stress about it you don't have to uh, really fixate on it. If we're not careful, we can be so fixated on how God's going to bring the ultimate dream to pass that that's all our prayers are. Have you ever been there? I have. But then I'm like just praying for that end goal. Meanwhile, I'm like, man, I'm missing out on maybe what God wants to do today in my life. I'm missing out on the seeds that he wants to grow. See, everything in the kingdom starts in seed form. The Bible talks about that. Even the progression of, you know, the things coming to pass in our lives start as a seed and then a blade. And then, you know, it, it continues to grow. And so, you know, God, we're like, how, God, how? And he's like, I'm working. You don't see it, but I'm working. It's growing daily. And, and we get so caught up in the how that we get discouraged, that we quit that we back off, that, that we try to do things in the flesh and, and prolong the process. Don't cut up in the how, get caught up in the how. It's your natural partnered with God's supernatural that's going to bring it to pass. What I mean by that is you show up daily, you yield daily, and God is going to supernaturally do what you can't do to see it come to pass. God worked miracles with Moses, and he's going to work miracles with you too. The third word is this, why? So the first was, when is it going to happen? How is it going to happen? And the third one is, why is this happening? And I think about the life of Joseph. Joseph got a dream. And then Joseph, Joseph's process actually looked like he was moving further away from the fulfillment of that promise. And there's times in our lives that, that you know, walking out the purposes of God daily, if you know you're in the Bible, if you know you're praying daily, if you're surrounded by godly counsel, if you're plugged in and serving, and 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 then all of a sudden it just seems like nothing's happening. And it, in the natural, could almost feel like if you weren't spiritually sensitive, it could feel like you were going backwards. You know what I'm talking about. You've been tithing, you've been giving, and then all of a sudden you're like, 
man, like, I'm not seeing the increase. What, what's going on here? Why is this happening? Why did, you know, why did my car break down? All of these things, we can get caught up in the why, and it could make us back off of the promise. But Joseph didn't do that. Joseph adhered himself to the promise. Joseph said, you know what? I'm not going to let circumstances uh, dictate to me if God is bringing me closer or further away from what he's called me to do. I'm going to keep plowing forward. And as Joseph passed every test that he went through, everything that looked like an obstacle was he was consistent as he was consistent in his character, as he was consistent in believing God, we saw what seemed to be an obstacle actually propel him into the promise. So today, whatever it is that's going on in your life, whatever might look like an obstacle, you continue to be consistent and you continue to say, God, I'm not going to deviate in my character. You know, uh, what, I, what do I mean by that? I'm not going to speak out of faith. I'm not going to change my theology to match up with my circumstances. I know who you are. I know what the word says, and I'm going to adhere myself to that. And I'm going to adhere myself uh, to the promise that if you spoke it, you're going to bring it to pass. And I'm not going to try and do my own thing. I'm not going to try to make it come to pass in my own strength. I'm not going to quit because I'm going to be discouraged. I'm going to keep on walking. And as you do that, you're not going to let the why work against you. But you're going to say, you know what, that whatever is my why, I'm having confidence enough to put one foot in front of the other today that God is going to bring that to pass in my life. And when you get to that place, you're going to be strong enough. You're going to be grown in character. You're going to be spiritually strong enough to sustain the promise, to sustain that promised land. Listen, you don't think that once the Israelites got into the promised land, they didn't have to protect that land. That was the best land that I'm flowing with milk and honey, all the best of the best. They had to have a strong enough faith in who their God was to sustain the promise. And, and, you know, when you get to that place and you will get there, that you're going to be a completely different person than you are today in a good way. You're going to be growing in so many ways day to day. And you're going to look back and every step of the way, every step of the way, you're going to see God do miracles. You're going to see his faithful hand. And you're going to look back and say, oh, that's why. That's why I had to scrub toilets at the church. God was teaching me to serve. He was teaching me humility. Oh, that's why, you know, that's why I, I stood behind the camera all those years. You know, I was learning. I was growing. And, and so, you know, as God sees what you do in the little, he'll give you much. That's what the Bible says. He who is faithful with the little will be rewarded with much. So today, don't negate the today. Don't negate the now because of where you're going. Say, God, today, today, I'm going to accomplish the works that you have prepared and set before me. And it is going to be good. And you are faithful. And I am going to give myself permission to enjoy the journey. He is good, y'all. Don't miss out on his goodness today his faithfulness today and don't overstress and be hard on yourself he's going to work all things out for your favor and for his purposes i love you so much until next time on the mrs rev podcast i'll talk to you real soon thanks again for joining us for the mrs rev podcast if you can help us out do us a favor and subscribe but also leave a rating and a review if you have any comments or questions we'd love to hear from you so after you subscribe, request to join our closed Facebook group and feel free to leave any of your questions there. Have an amazing week and we'll see you next time for another episode of the Mrs. Rev Podcast.